Welcome to Built Not Born, a podcast by Chelsea Tanzi. Here, you will become more successful in every area of your life, one episode at a time. Built Not Born, because you don't have to be born with innate success to be the woman of your dreams. You build her. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Built Not Born podcast, y'all. It is your girl, Chelsea Tans, back at it with a new episode. Honestly? Okay, well, here's the backstory, okay? There's always reasons for each episode. If you guys haven't noticed that this is not, like, nice and placed out years in advance, there is a reason for every single episode that you have ever listened to, if that hasn't been quite evident, all right? But the past, like, few days, I'm like, I am down bad. Like, the energy, gone. Will to want to work out, gone. Energy to even go up the stairs, gone. And my mood. I can always know when I'm about to get my period because that is the time where all of a sudden everything Sal does irritates me. And I have to, like, call myself back down to earth and be like, Chelsea, you literally love this man. Why are you nitpicking shit? And so, alas, it is that time. It is the time of the month. And to be so transparent with you guys, I have had to record this on my floor. I'm lying on the floor right now talking to you guys because sitting in my office chair made me angry. It makes no sense. I'm glad I got that off my chest. But the reason why I'm coming to you guys and talking to you about this is because I tell my clients so much stuff when it comes to like hormones, periods, all that stuff. And recently someone actually messaged me and they're like, do you have anything about, you know, the stages of your period? And I was like thinking, I was like, why the hell have I not done a podcast on this? Like, who am I? What is this? Right? So that is exactly what I am going to do for you. Not only how to navigate it, what the parts are, etc., but also why I even think it's important to know these things. So I'm going to start there. All of you guys know me by now by being that ver- like that person, that version of me that is always like connect to yourself, listen to your intuition, build that self-trust, build that self-esteem. And I believe that so much of that comes from that connection to your body, right? When we can start to feel sensation, say whether it's like anger, sadness, etc., and you actually let yourself like actually act on it, you're like, ooh, that feeling's coming up. Let me process that and trust into what my body's telling me, right? That is a huge, huge thing to be able to do. Likewise, when we're looking at a women's cycle, being able to navigate your life And even plan things around it is so necessary for that same reason, right? Developing that trust within your body so you know that you will take care of yourself. If you're consistently ignoring your body's cues just because you think you can work as hard as a man, you're losing that trust. You're losing that connection. So it honestly happens a couple times with a few of my clients where they're like, as soon as my period comes, I feel like I'm crazy. I feel like it's the end of the world. It's like a chicken with a head cut off. All of a sudden, these emotions come up. And it's so interesting to me when we actually start to go into the depths of what happens during a women's period and why why this can be such a common theme for so many women. 
and majority of the time I'm just gonna say it is most of you don't know how to slow down when this time comes when your bleed comes you expect yourself to be in full follicular ovulation type mode and that's just not true it's not how it happens right so making sure that we're having this understanding and almost I want to say this you're almost like this anticipation for what's up next so you can really, really plan out, you know, your weeks and your schedules and all of those things to actually help you, to actually push you forward. That is the ultimate hack throughout this life. And you want to talk about how to embody your feminine. It's not going to be done by a list of things saying do this and don't do this. It's done by can we connect back to our pure wisdom within our body, within our soul. So, First thing that I want us to really like clarify, go over, let's break down. If you just know at this point that a period is when you bleed and you're like, that's all I know, like I bleed and I don't bleed, we're going to get into it, okay? There is four main parts to your cycle. Usually the cycle is going to be 28 days. If you're an average human, it'll usually fluctuate. It might be 30, it might be 32, right? But it's usually around that month. Most of you guys know that. And if, I'm going to say this right away because this is the most common question I get, if you have an IUD, or even if you're on birth control, some form of birth control, and you don't necessarily have a bleed every single month, you still have a cycle, okay, to a certain extent. Most of your bodies are tricked into thinking it's pregnant, so obviously you're not bleeding, but for the most part, your bodies will typically go through that form of motion, okay? So even if you guys are like, oh, I get crampy around a certain time, maybe you guys notice certain symptoms around a different time, I still honestly truly believe that following this framework is so essential not only just to know when your period is coming, um, especially for those of you who maybe don't have a physical bleed, but I think it's also, again, like I said, tuning into that wisdom of your body. So this applies to all of you girlies is what I'm really saying. Getting into the four phases that you're really going to notice and recognize throughout what we're going to be talking about, I'm going to break it down. This is how I describe it, and this is how I think about it, okay? I'm going to go a little bit more in depth than what I talked about on my stories today. Number one, let's just start with what everyone knows, your menstruation. I like to look at it in seasons. This is the easiest way for me to remember it, because at first it was really confusing to me. I was like, the fuck? Like, my... My health and careers teacher did not teach me this, okay? So when it comes to your menstruation, that is like your winter. And this goes with everything. We're going to go through each, each little subsection here. Number one, food. Think about food. You usually want like fattier things, warmers, maybe some soups, some nice broths, some extra sodium. That is... To me, I'm like, that is period food. 110% that comfort, cozy food, period food. Nine times out of ten, right? So really making sure I'm getting dark, rich, leafy greens. I usually love my cooked veggies. Um, Honestly, salmon is like my go-to just to get those extra fats. If you guys aren't already aware, I preach this to all of my clients, but healthy fats on a macro profile 
is actually one of the best ways to promote healthy hormone production. So for a lot of you guys, if you're struggling with hormones, if you're tracking macros, even if you're not tracking macros, it is so important to make sure that you're within the 50 to 70 gram range. That is like what I would say is average. Obviously, sometimes it might be higher depending on your calorie intake, but at the least, like very least in a deficit, do not ever, ever, ever go past 50 grams. I know that you want more carbs. I know you don't want to eat as many fat. I know, I know, I know. Make sure you are eating them regardless, okay? So crucial. So, in terms of food, it does really make a difference what you eat into how, obviously, your hormones are performing, um, energy, sleep, even the symptoms within your menstruation. So if you're going through your menstruation and it's typically, you know, super painful, even when my mood is worse, I always stop myself and I'm like, okay, Charles, audit. Even if it's, you know, maybe it's like super clotty, it's like, okay, FYI, I'm just going to get TMI in here, let's be real. It's going to be, you know, it's just going to be like thick, owie, painful. And I want to say first and foremost, a lot of people think that this is normal because they've heard so many women struggle with painful periods. It may be normal or I got that mixed up. It is common, but it's not normal or it's not supposed to be. And a lot of ways to mitigate this obviously goes back to, you know, the basics and the foundational aspects in managing your hormones, which a really big piece of that is going to be your nutrition. Um, It's also going to be obviously stress. It's going to be your movement, making sure you're sweating is so key. Um, You know, having proper digestion, drinking your water, like going out in the sunshine, like just being a what we would think is a typical, typical human being. But it's really hard for a lot of people to get into that kind of lifestyle with where our lifestyle has now changed these days into like fast food, processed foods, no movement, um, etc. And we wonder why there's such a huge outbreak of like people having like the shittiest hormone profiles after being on birth control for like 10, 20 years, like go figure. Like I'm not surprised at all. So really looking at, you know, your menstruation symptoms can be a very amazing way for you to start to depict what your body might need more of, right? Specifically, if you have cravings, that's a really, really good area to look into as well, because it's going to show you like point in case what you actually need. If you go through your cravings, obviously with my with my um, clients I like to work through, is it a, a physical craving or is this an emotional craving, number one? But, you know, if you're typically eating or wanting things like chocolate, which is very, very common with women, I will say, specifically me, I fucking love it. I also have now primed myself that I get dark chocolate around my period because, A, if you get the proper dark chocolate, it actually is full of antioxidants and things that are actually very helpful for you. So I'll usually do a bowl of like maybe two squares of dark chocolate, some blueberries, some raspberries, a really nice blend of antioxidants. So it actually helps me during that time. What I won't do is pig out on a whole bag of M&Ms, even though I want to, and it can, like, completely ignore the fact that it's full of sugar, right? Because that, again, might actually make your period symptoms worse, okay? And now, if you've ever wondered why your period is, like, the worst time ever, (laughs) this is literally me right now, I want to cry. I said to Sal today, I was like, I feel like crying today. He's like, then cry, He's so supportive of me feeling my feelings. I'm like, I don't want to. I wanted to have a good day. Like, I have so much on my to-do list. And today, it's just, like, one of those days where it's, like, you just feel like you're walking around with, like, gum or mud or cement stuck on your shoes and you're dragging it. So, 
I'm not going to fight it anymore. Honestly, I've kind of like been like, okay, I can delegate some of these other things off my list. I can do some of this tomorrow and throughout the week on the plane tomorrow, all that stuff. So when we start to menstruate and when I draw out this full picture, it's going to make more sense. But I want you guys to think about the fact that when you are in menstruation, you are shedding the lining, the uterine lining that your body had created to support a baby, right? And as much as that maybe is like, ew, that's weird to think about. I don't like that. But actually, like, think about it. Think about how much energy your body has to use to do that in, in the first place. And now it's trying to push it all out. Think about all the extra energy it's using. Think about all the stuff you're losing in the process, right? You're losing all this blood. Your hormones are also, FYI, your hormones are their lowest at this time. Think of a fucking teenage boy who just got got off TRT all of a sudden because of his usage of extra additional testosterone and steroids, whatever he might be using. All of a sudden he gets off it and his body's not used, used to producing that and then he has that big dip. If you guys ever know someone like that, that's literally what happens to you when you are on your period. Like we need to have a little bit more grace and compassion for ourselves and understanding that my body is literally empty zero. There's nothing going on. Like, dead space in the eyeballs. Like, my body is like, and I wondered why it was so hard for me to get up at 4.30 this morning. And honestly, the more that I even explain it to Sal, he's like, oh, wow, that's so interesting. Because something that a lot of people do not understand is that there is two different types of, of cycles. So I think most of us know about the circadian rhythm. And so this is, you know, the sun rising and the sun going down. So most of our bodies follows this in the terms of, you know, you wake up in the morning and you go to bed and your body just kind of knows, right? That's the circadian rhythm. But men run off of that, right? They have their testosterone the highest at the same point every single day, same time, right? It rises in the morning and then it starts to wean off later at night and they have this nice flow that helps them so that nine to five is a really optimal time for them to be working. Oh, what a coincidence. Women, however, we do not have that. We are run by the infradian rhythm I want you guys to think about. We are run by the moon, Run by the moon. You know what happens with the moon? How many days do we get full moons? I want you to just riddle me that for a second. How often is the full moon out? Not that often. Not that often, okay? Imagine your poor little body is only refilled every so often and every other time you're dwindling with hormones and you want to not wake up and you don't have a lot of energy and it's fucking hard to do anything. Yeah, I'm going to, like, maybe a little bit of a newsflash here, but this culture, this society that we live in, if you haven't already understood, is primarily designed for the men, for men's bodies, okay? Even if we look at the fitness space, for example, the fitness space in itself on macros, on how you train, is designed for the man's body. And I'm not going to say that it's not good for women, don't do it. Yes, do it. But also have some adaptability, have some flexibility. If you're not a fucking competitive bodybuilder, one day off the gym will not kill you. Go do fucking yoga instead if you feel like you're dying. Like, it's not going to help you if you're dying to go to the gym anyways. On that note, I still go to the gym on my period. And I know that my strength 
can, I'm going to say can take a dip, not that it will. So when I'm still going during my training, I'm going to try to push myself. I'm going to see where I'm at, but I'm not going to try and force myself past my limits. I'm going to understand where I'm at and go according to that, okay? So even for you, make sure that you are following what your body is actually telling you and understand yourself. And this is going to make more sense when we go into it. If your hunger levels are a little bit incongruent with what you expect them to be, your hormones, dude, like your fucking hormones play the biggest role in your body. As soon as you understand this, everything's going to start to make sense. Okay. So let's paint the picture. You're depleted from hormones because you just tried to make a fucking baby and your body was like, nope, not ready. We don't have the ingredients necessary. Take the cake out of the oven. Let's actually just throw it everywhere and destroy this woman's life for a good week. Okay. What happens? Immediately your body goes into, well, last one didn't work. Let's try again which means follicular. I want you guys thinking, as soon as winter comes to an end, everything's kind of melting, you know, all the leaves were off the trees. Now, they're starting to grow back again, right? The flowers are starting to bloom. So I want you guys to think an egg is starting to grow. It's trying to grow. It's there. It's like, okay, let's try again. We're getting up. Like we're going to melt the snow, kick the dust off. We're going to get back up, girls. So this is where you're going to start to feel an increase in energy, maybe an increase even in creativity, I want to say. So even work-wise, if we're thinking about it, your menstruation is a really good time for you to like contemplate, sit back, brainstorm. Now coming up into follicular, let's start just getting some ideas in place. Like now we can really start taking a little bit more action. So that's what I think about when I come up into follicular. I'm like, these next two weeks are going to be so freaking prime for me in my life. Like I need to catapult on all of this. Like realistically, that should be when I'm recording all of my podcasts and content is going through those next two weeks. Like, so if you're planning your work schedule around it, know that if you can't plan your work schedule around it, also just know with your social life, like I am not going to try to overrun myself with plans during menstruation. Once I'm done, cool. She's out. She's ready. It's springtime. We're going into summer. I'm feeling good. Okay. Same thing kind of goes for your ovulation. So obviously that's the next stage, which is your summertime. I want you guys thinking like hot girl summer, tits are out. I feel fucking good. My skin is clear. Everything's great. I smell good. I want to fuck like I am feeling good. That's pretty much your ovulation. And the fun part about this is that it's the best time we feel throughout our entire cycle. And it usually only lasts about three days. Ovulation in itself is one, one day. You might feel the effects for three, but it's one day. Oh, and we want to talk about men and women being equal. They get that every single day. Us, one. God said women can have one. Oh, nice. Was that an Eve thing? Eve fucked that up for us, huh? Is that an Eve thing? I want to talk, okay? So when I'm thinking social events, presentations, masterminds, like masterclasses, doing all these things, that is ovulation time, okay? Likewise, even eating, we're going to start getting into some like raw veggies, salads, like just feeling fucking good. I like, I want some crunch around that time. I'm like, give me something nice and fresh, like tacos, juicy tacos. Yes, that is my jam, okay? 
then we start heading into luteal. So summer was fun. We had a nice fling. Can we just talk about the fact that like this is so accurate because summer always feels like it goes by so fucking fast and you're like, I was not done yet. Like, please give me more. Please, please, please. I want to be on a boat, please. And it's like, nope. Instantly going into fall, okay? The leaves start falling. You're just like crying. The days are getting darker and you're like, no, it's coming. Winter is coming. That's your luteal, right? All of a sudden, you start to feel like your seasonal depression is coming on. Everything starts to drop. Your libido, your energy, everything. You're like, oh, fuck. It's because ovulation is this perfect time where you have this egg inside your body. So your summertime is your ovulation. And it's like, fertilize me, fertilize me, fertilize me. And then you don't do it, right? And then it goes, I must perish now. And then it dies, okay? And then it's like, well, if didn't, if no one wants me, then I might as well just kill off all of it. So then your body goes into self-destruct mode and sheds itself. And obviously the cycle repeats itself, right? Because you get into menstruation after that and the cycle just goes over and over and over. Hopefully this gives you a good idea of like why you are the way that you are. <laughs> Because when you start noticing these patterns, you're like, oh, wait a minute. This makes so much sense. And it's almost like um, a really good analogy for this is when I used to be in my party phase, I would go through Triple O's drive through and I'd get yam fries and a cheeseburger. I'd eat the yam fries before the club, not the burger, just the fries because I couldn't be fat going into the club. God forbid having one burger. Eat, my mindset was so trash, y'all. So I'd only have the fries and I would keep the burger in my glove box parked at my friend's house. So by the time we got home in the cab or the Uber... I knew I had a burger waiting for me in the glove box. If that is not the most nasty thing in the world, I don't know what is, but that is what I used to do. And the reason I'm bringing this up is the same way that old me, like sober me, would take care of drunk me. That's how I want you guys thinking about ovulation you taking care of menstruation you, okay? You're in ovulation. You feel good. You can get all these projects done. Get shit done, right? Like get it off your list so that when menstruation comes... You can kind of sit back and relax, right? It's not as much work. You're kind of like, oh, okay, she got this. That's awesome. Like you might even like front load your follicular ovulation season, your spring, summer, so that as you start to come into fall and winter, you're like, okay, I'm going to slow down a little bit. And for a lot of you guys that maybe can't like, oh, you work from home. It's so easy for you to make your own schedule, be your own boss, whatever. First of all, you could literally do the same thing, like no limiting beliefs here. But second of all, like this isn't just your work schedule, right? It's also like how you're eating. Like some people really, really notice that throughout their follicular, they really crave a lot more carbs and they're like, I don't understand why I'm so hungry. It's like, well, dude, your body is trying to create a new egg. Like that requires calories. Like it's hard work for your body. I am not saying I'm giving you the go ahead, go eat as many fries and shitty food as possible. No, I'm just saying like sneaking an extra cup of rice or two into your meals so that you can be satiated is not going to be the end of the world. All right. So going into taking care of yourself means also like social life, means how you eat, um, even how you train, any projects you're taking on, right? You are not going to take on planning someone's baby shower if you were about to fucking menstruate. Like that is not a good time, not to mention like a baby shower, like just you're just going to be bawling, like it's just not going to be fun, right? So things to keep in mind. Like, you are a woman. This does not make us weaker because it honestly, when you start to live in, like, cohesiveness with this structure, 
you're going to notice that you're doing 10 times better because when you actually put your head down and work during follicular and um, ovulation during that spring summer period, you'll recognize you can actually get more done and better quality of work done than a man could. You're like, fuck yeah, I'm on top of the world. Yeah, like I can do less work so that I can kind of push the brakes a little bit over that next week over your menstruation, okay? So that is what I mean by that. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. And in fact, like that is what awakens that feminine energy in you. And being feminine, you guys, it isn't weak. It isn't oppressive. It isn't, you know, this sad little system. Being a woman is fucking a miracle. Not only can we create life, but our physical structure is meant to be so effing powerful. So powerful. We are meant to literally sit and receive because of the like goddess energy that we are. So it's like sit back and fucking embrace that you don't have to work your heart like ass off to hustle and grind to get all of these things when you are literally designed as a woman to receive it because you are worthy because you're this queen angel. Okay, sit with that. I keep telling my clients, I'm like, you're seated on the motherfucking throne. Act like it, right? So when it goes to your period, when it comes down to this structure, please, please memorize this and even make it on your calendar. I would be so fucking for real. I planned, so I'm traveling to Canada for the next week to speak at a retreat and I am so excited. I know it sounds like I'm not excited. Traveling is just not my favorite. Being at the retreat, super fucking excited to deliver some value, do a little meditation um, for all the girls that are coming in. I'm so excited to meet my clients like I could pee my pants, but I have that. I wasn't, I literally just launched a challenge. <laughs> like someone needs to stop me. I launched a challenge. I have the most calls booked within the next few weeks. I have, I just like have so much work these next, this next week, I should say even. And I was like, who let me do this? So from here on out, I'm literally going to plan my weeks. So don't do what I did is what I'm trying to say. Don't front load your menstruation. Just don't do that. Just stay away from it. I almost had a mentee be in the shower and I just need to say like how much of an angel Sal is because I notice when I'm getting my period because like I said, I was like, I just fucking, I just get annoyed. And obviously that doesn't mean I lash out on him and everything's bad and I hate him. No, but I just notice he'll like put his dish a certain way in the sink and I'll bite my tongue. I'll be like, Chelsea, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. It's so unnecessary. He'll be like, what's wrong? <sighs> you put your sink or you put the dish in the sink wrong. He'll be like, what is going on? He usually knows. He's caught on by now. But I literally, this morning was just like not having it. I went upstairs like pretty much crying in the shower and he just came in and he looked at me and he grabbed me and he just hugged me and he pet my head. He's like, I just love you. I just want to give you loves. It's okay. I'm sorry I upset you. I was like, this man is such an angel. What did I do to deserve him? So today I went and played basketball with him. I apologized for my craziness and I was like, I'm really trying. I'm really trying to tame the beast. And me and Courtney decided we're going to name her Kelsey because we named hers Court with a K. So I'm Kelsey or Chelsea with a K. So Kelsey in my luteal. That is currently my alter ego. Regardless, moral of the story, take care of your fucking pussies. Take care of yourself, okay? If you cannot tell and you don't know how to tell where you're at in your cycle, Number one, you can literally track your temperature. That's what I do. Number two, you can also track your like serve like any kind of fluid coming out of you like discharge. If it's like super milky and super like you can tell when it's like thick and milky. Don't pretend like I'm gross for talking about this. That's usually around your ovulation. Like you will notice, oh, why the fuck do I have so much discharge right now? 
usually because you're ovulating. Okay. Usually that's why, but you'll also be able to tell you guys from your mood, from your, like when you really start to get it down pat and you start like tracking it, even in a little notebook, you will start to tell, like, it's very, very obvious when that time comes up for you. Okay. So hopefully this was helpful. If you guys have any vagina questions, hormones, period questions, birth control, like all that kind of stuff, you know, I am always, always here for it. So hopefully this helped. If you guys liked this one, please share it on your stories and let me know if this was helpful. I hope that this like explained it in a very like friendly way because y'all, it took me a hot minute to figure all this out.